Hey there, welcome to Beyond the Bikini podcast, where you can enhance your body and your mind. My name is Nicole Ferrier, exercise science grad, certified personal trainer, bikini competitor, and coach. On this podcast, you will learn more about my experience in the fitness industry, competing in bikini competitions, mental health, and how to gain more success in your own life in your fitness journey. So sit back, relax, or power through this cardio session and enjoy. Hey guys, on the Beyond the Bikini podcast, you know I talk a lot about training and nutrition. Trust me, it can be hard to hit the gym consistently, track your macros to a T, and feel like you're making progress. So rather you're a newbie in the gym or someone who's been hitting the gym consistently but possibly hit a plateau, then I recommend you check out my one-on-one coaching. No, I do not only coach prep clients, but I coach lifestyle clients as well. I would love to hear more about your goals, so feel free to apply for my one-on-one coaching down below at the link. There we can discuss what you're wanting to accomplish in the gym, with your relationship with food, and how I can help you reach your goals. Guys, to another Macro Monday, and we are covering one of my favorite topics favorite and least favorite because it's like directly impacted my life. But that is the question, should I track my macros? Should I hit my macros or should I not? Um, again, guys, I want to let you know that I am recording an episode for Beyond the Bikini Radio. So I have my mic right down here. If you guys happen to miss this live, go check out my podcast, Beyond the Bikini Radio to listen to this episode. Um, if you're just not able to hang out with me, but I'm seeing some people log on today. We have Rebecca, we had, uh, Lillian, we had M, 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 she is your name, Emily. What's up? What's up guys. All right. So I'm going to ask you a quick question for everyone coming in here. And that is, have you ever felt overwhelmed in a situation where you're on vacation at a wedding, you're at like a girl's night out, you're at a certain event, you're out of your element and you're wondering, should I track? Should I hit my macros? Have you guys ever been here before? Have you ever had that go through your head before? If you have, let me know by doing, let's do like a monkey emoji, the one that like covers its face or does something goofy. But let me know if you've struggled with that before, because I know I have struggled with that. Um, Alexa said that she's always there. Yeah, it's, it's not a great place to be. And I personally have been there a handful of times in my life. And just recently, I would say like the past two years, I've made leaps and bounds of improvements in this area. Um, I'm going to give you guys a little bit of story. So we're going to start today's live with a good story of one time I went on vacation down here in Florida. Um, it was after a competition. So I was in my reverse dieting phase And you would think, oh, like you're not competing anymore. You can just like relax. You know, that's what everybody thinks. You can just relax and eat whatever you want. I was so sucked into my prep mentality of feeling the need to hit my macros to a T and be perfect and hit all my workouts and stay stay as active as possible that I wasn't fully able to enjoy my vacation down here in Florida. So what we did as a family is we went to... Uh, Universal Studios, which I'm going to come back to this. So Universal Studios is an amusement park 
Um, there's, they are known for their food. There is like themed food based off of like the areas that you go in the park. So it is an experience. And my dad had, um, got us a hotel that was very uncomfortable for him financially. And he wanted us to really enjoy ourselves and he wanted us to have treats and he wanted us to like have food. And, um, I was so wrapped up in my prep, even though I was post-show, I was so wrapped up in getting in tons of cardio and by cardio, I'm talking running four or five miles a day at least. And on top of that, I was walking in the park, staying active. So walking in the park, I was probably getting around 20 to 25,000 steps a day and eating as little as possible. So I would like go throughout the day. I would try to fast as far as I could. And it would be like, we'd wake up at like five to go to the amusement park and it'd be like 12, one o'clock. And when we would go into the theme park to eat, I would choose like a chicken salad with no dressing. It was just like so bland and boring. And my, my parents and my brother, they would all get these like extravagant meals. And I just wouldn't allow myself to enjoy food. I wasn't giving myself permission. And it's a tricky place to be because in my head, I thought that in this one week vacation, I would lose everything that I worked so hard for, um, which was my competition lean physique, which heads up guys, if you are preparing for a competition and you're stage lean, um, that's not maintainable. And even if you are maintaining it, you're not improving your physique. You're not putting on muscle. You're not balancing your hormones. And odds are you probably aren't healthy and you probably have a poor body image if you feel the need to maintain that stage lean physique year round. Drops mic. That's the truth. Like learn how to have a little bit more body fat on you and realize that curves are really hot too. So just saying there's seasons for certain body types, whatever your guys' body type is, just be happy with it. <laughs> anyway, this is not a body positivity live. This is a, should I track my macros live? But okay, this whole vacation, you know, what's funny is all I remember is how restrictive I was and how I was so hyper-focused on food and not allowing myself to have things like, um, a churro or have like ice cream with my family or to, uh, say yes to dessert when the opportunity arised. Or um, I was 21 too, and they have really cool looking drinks there. And I wouldn't even allow myself to have a drink because I was nervous around alcohol. So I have been in that hyper-restricted mindset. And what frustrates me is now being 24 and working on my relationship with food, I look back on that vacation and I don't necessarily remember all the memories. I just remember all the restriction. Who has been there before where you've looked back at an event where you had been hyper restrictive and you don't necessarily remember the event, but you remember just being restrictive? Who, who's, who's been there before? Am I the only one? Am I the only one? Let me know. Where are my monkey emojis at? I want monkey emojis today because I know I'm not the only person who has gone through this before. And I've made a promise to myself now that I am going to go back to Universal Studios. Now I live down in Florida, so it's a little different because that was more of a hike when we vacationed from Ohio down to Florida. But I want to go back to Universal Studios. I want to indulge and I want to have treats and I want to have fun. And if I want to have a drink and get a little drunk and look, 
then have a drink, Nicole, like just relax. And I want to look back the next time I go there with all these fun memories and like trying like super crazy, like fun themed food um, based off of my favorite movies. I want to go back and remember Universal like that, not me restricting all the time. So here's what I want you guys to do. If you're wondering, should I track or not track? Number one, ask yourself, am I a lifestyle client or am I a prep client? If you're someone who's getting ready for a prep, so a bikini competition, or you are getting prepared for a certain event, um, I will say it depends. Okay. Um, it's almost like one of those like little magazine things that you would like take the quiz and it would like lead you in certain ways. That's what we're doing right now. So number one, ask yourself if you're a prep client. Or if you're getting ready for a specific time-bound event, if it if the answer is yes, then right now we're going to put you in the it depends category. If you're someone who's a lifestyle client too, um, I'm also going to put you in the it depends. But odds are you'll be okay. The other thing you need to consider is what type of event is this? If it's a wedding, it's one day. It's one day. It's one meal. Maybe an afternoon of lunch and dinner. So two meals, it's one day, one day out of 365 days is not going to like ruin your progress. Um, the other thing too, is even like one week of not being on your shit out of 52 weeks out of the year is okay. But the other thing too, is if you're going to allow yourself permission to not track, it doesn't mean that you should completely forget everything that you've learned from tracking. So the issue I have here with um, people who are getting ready for a bodybuilding competition is your diet really is a part of your performance on stage. So in that case, I would say you should be tracking regardless. And that's just my own personal take on like my athlete mentality and my pro mentality. I, I mean, I don't compete to just take fifth place. I compete to win. But if you're just competing for fun, totally up to you on how, how serious you want to take the stage. I don't, I think you should track during your prep. That's just my, my two cents there. Now, if you're someone in a lifestyle, if you're going on vacation, if you are, um, going to a wedding, if it's your wedding day, which I've even had a client, I'm not going to call her name out, but she's going to know by listening to this live. She asked me on our coaching call together. She said, Nicole, should I track my macros on my wedding? I'm going to sip my coffee right here, and why don't you guys guess what my answer was? No. You should not track macros on your wedding day because are you really going to tell your grandkids one day when they're asking you about how you met grandpa? Are you really going to say, oh, yeah, like I remember – my macros, they were 200 carb and 130 protein and 60 fat. And you're like this little old lady. No, it's your wedding. Get drunk if you want to get drunk. Like it's your wedding. <laughs> that That's life. And that is being too food obsessed if you feel the need to track on your wedding. Um, I'm getting some questions roll in. So I'm going to answer them. Question. I'm in a caloric deficit. I am trying to lose weight and body fat. My body is changing a little in the mirror, but body fat hasn't gone down and weight doesn't go down at all. Um, I don't really understand what your question is. I would say you're going to have to monitor your measurements. 
Um, but if you're in a deficit, you will be losing weight unless you have a completely unresponsive body where you are like me, who's doing crazy amounts of cardio, super low calories, and your body wasn't responding due to years and years of dieting. And that is due to your dieting history. So then in that case, you have to do a reverse diet and you have to stop having the goal of fat loss because that's not going to be ideal for you and your longevity. And if you ever want to get leaner, you're like, you're going to have to reverse diet. Not tracking can lead can lead to big surprises scale-wise. Um, yeah, but it's only temporary. So like people who consume massive amounts of calories, like 5,000 calories at once, um, which is actually really easy to do if you're like consuming a meal from like the Cheesecake Factory and you had like a slice of cheesecake and a dish and some drinks, it could easily add up to like over 5,000 calories for the day. Um, your body literally does not have the capabilities to turn all of that caloric value into pounds of fat. So when you weigh yourself on the scale after like a higher calorie day, or even after a couple high calorie days, the weight will be up on the scale. Absolutely. But most of that is water retention and glycogen, which that is all held in the muscle. Now you might have some water that sits on top of the muscle, which can appear to be like fat and like watery and squishy, but <laughs> squishy, <laughs> but it's not fat. It is just water. So what you have to do in that case is just get back to your macros, get back to your plan, get back to your um, consistency of your routine of like where you live <laughs> and the normal foods that you use and the normal water that you do. Like your all of our bodies thrive off of routine, but having a couple of days and having your scale weight change is totally normal. My scale weight fluctuates all the time, like plus or minus three, even five pounds. If I'm on a period, like honey, it's going to be up like seven pounds. Uh, glucogenesis. What? <laughs> no, like glycogen. So glycogen is uh, the energy stores for your muscles, basically, which most people, when they overconsume, it's primarily carbohydrates. Um, okay. The other thing I want you guys to ask yourself is, if you're wondering if you should track or not track, ask yourself, is this a memory that I will remember for the long term? Or is this just like another event? So for me, um, for example, let's say it is, let's say it's like a, a girl's night out. That's something that, this sounds mean. That's something that's like, not like, to me personally, like a special event where I'm going to remember for years down the road. Now, if it's Christmas, yeah, I'm going to remember Christmas. So like, I don't want to look back on a Christmas and think, oh, like, why did I have to pull out my fitness pal constantly to track a certain cookie or you guys can tell I like cookies and sweets because I always talk about them or to track, um, just little treats that friends and family are bringing. I don't want to look at, back at Christmas and think that. Now, Christmas is one day, right? Christmas is not two weeks consecutively. That's where people mess up around the holidays is they take that one day and turn it into multiple. Um, so you have to ask yourself, is this going to be a memorable event where I'll look back on and be upset if I tracked or will I be more happy if I tracked? And there was one time in my competition career where I was prepping through my 21st birthday. I was two weeks out from a competition. I had turned 21 and I was still tracking that day. 
and I didn't have any alcohol on my birthday. And for me, I had to really ask myself, like, will I be upset if I drink or not drink? And for me, I would have been more upset if I drank alcohol because I had put in so many weeks into my prep and I was two weeks out from my show and, you know, I was 21 and for me, I was never a big drinker. So I didn't want to mess around with a substance. I didn't know how my body would react from it. And to me, it was easier for me to say, you know what, let's not drink. Um, and I was happy with that decision. So that's something you really have to ask yourself. And the other thing you need to realize, and so many people need to realize this is stop having such a black and white mentality of food. Um, a couple days of higher calories is not bad. We are so obsessed with dieting and eating as little as possible and doing a ton of, um, cardio. It's like, dude, cool it. You realize you can't diet your whole life. You need to have moments of eating. You need to have moments of making memories. You need to have moments of feeding your body because when you're constantly starving your body and dieting and so hyper-focused on like putting on fat, I use this quote with my clients and that is the body goes where the mind goes. So if you have an event, if you have something that you want to go to and you're not sure if you should track or not because you feel like you're going to lose all of your progress, if that's your mindset going into the event that, oh my gosh, I'm going to have this one meal and I'm going to gain so much fat and my weight's going to be up the next day and I'm going to be a failure and I'm going to have to work, work all of this off. If that's your mindset going into your event or whatever this is, you're setting yourself up mentally to fail. Um, I want for like my clients, I work hard with them on this and we will talk through events that are overwhelming them. So if it's them having an untracked meal where I don't want them pulling out my fitness bell, I tell them, Hey, have this meal out with your husband. I want you guys to enjoy having a nice meal somewhere, you know, with a nice atmosphere. Don't pull out my fitness pal, wear a cute outfit, enjoy it, have some good conversations and realize that yes, your weight might be up the next two days, but I'm not worried about that because it's going to come right back down because we're going to get back to your normal macros and not hyper restrict. Okay. That's really bad if you want to hyper restrict and over cardio, because that's a cycle. Okay. We're not doing that. We're going to get back on your macros and you're going to feel awesome. Um, and that's what you need to do. You have to go in with a good mindset is I'm going to go on vacation. My body's going to relax and recharge. I am going to feel so much better. I am going to indulge here and there. I'm going to honor my hunger signals to where if I feel satisfied, I will stop. And if I feel hungry, I will eat a little bit more during my vacation and everything will be okay. Versus someone saying, I'm going to go on vacation and gain 10 pounds and lose all of my progress. Like switch your mindset, switch your perspective and realize that the body really will go where your mind will go. Um, any advice to handle leftovers from multiple holiday dinners, business parties, family events? Why are you taking home leftovers? That's my question. Um, if there's leftovers from like, let's say like a treat meal, I don't believe in cheat meals. If you have leftovers from like Christmas or the wedding cake, why are you taking it home? It, it's a wedding day, not a wedding week. Okay. Um, it's Christmas is a holly day, not a hollow week. Hollow week. That sounds like a fucking rap song. <laughs> it's not a hollow week. 
<laughs> um, stop taking the food home with you for leftovers. You don't need leftovers, plain and simple. So that's my um, answer there. I know that sounds a little harsh, but like if you have the leftovers, here's the thing, you're going to put it in your fridge and you're going to think about it, right? You're going to think about it nonstop. You're going to think, oh my gosh, the cake's in the fridge or um, that delicious like barbecue stuff is in the fridge. You're going to think about it, which will cause anxiety, which will make you want it even more. So you don't even need it in the house. For me, um, working on my own personal mindset with food is foods that I'm still working on my relationship with. I don't have them in the house. Um, and, and I'll call myself out. Like there's certain cereals, there's like nut butters, um, like full sugar ice cream. Like I don't have them in the house. I have better alternatives for them. So like a powdered peanut butter or, um, I make a protein ice cream with like a, like a whey protein. I make better alternatives for that. And then if I really, really want ice cream or if I really, really want peanut butter, I will either get a single serving size pack of the peanut butter, or I will, um, go out and get the food versus bring it back home. The thing is, is when you bring it back home, you're making it normalized. And again, memories and macros. Is that a memory you're creating? If the answer is yes, um, leave it there. Leave it at the place. You don't need to bring that quote unquote memory or food home. I mean, if you have leftovers from cooking, then I would assume you're cooking whole foods that are in alignment with your goals. So then yeah, keep them. There's no point in throwing away food. Do you have any tips on improving body image in a bulking phase? I'm really struggling right now. Um, realize if in order to change your physique, you have to get uncomfortable. I've got uncomfortable a handful of times in my fitness career, but if I never got uncomfortable and gained some gained some added weight, then I would never have the musculature that I have to my physique. So you will have to get uncomfortable. And, um, in a bulking phase, like just wear clothes that are flattering to you. Don't wear clothes that are too small. Uh, for me, I had to stop associating my worth with like the size small or size extra small and be okay with getting a medium top or a medium bottom. Because if I want to grow booty, that booty is going to take up space. I had to get a bigger top size because I, I bought some girls. So my girls didn't fit in a size small, extra small. Um, if you guys are like girls, I'm talking boobs, guys. Don't be weird. Um, but even that was like kind of like a mental mind F for me because I've always worn small and extra small. And now I'm getting like bralettes and even like swimsuits that are size medium. It's fine. It's fine to size up. Um, there's nothing wrong with wearing a larger size. So for me, I'd say wear clothes that are flattering for you. Realize if you're wanting to change your physique, you are moving in the right direction. I would consider in a bulk to, you know, still monitor your body fat percentage. You still want to be within a healthy range. You don't want to let that body fat percentage raise above, I would say like roughly 25% for a female because 20 to 25% body fat for a female is a healthy range. There's no need to be like in the thirties. Um, but as long as you're in that prime place to put on muscle, realize that you're making improvements to your physique and you should be happy. Um, so that's my tips there. And, um, it's never comfortable, like losing the lines and definition. Like I'm going through that right now in one week post show. And there's a couple lines that I wish were there, but like, I know putting on how I'm going to put on so much muscle, you guys, that the next time I step on stage, like I'm going to look freaking crazy and I can't wait for that. So I know that's only going to happen by me eating food. And I'll be honest, I love eating food. So I'm not going to complain about that.
again, people are so obsessed with eating as little as possible and dieting. Um, and it's just not very beneficial for your longevity and making any sort of progress to your physique. The body doesn't change on 1200 calories a day. It doesn't. Um, the body doesn't change by you constantly starving it. So if you're trying to gain muscle and eat as little as possible, I'm telling you right now, you're going to be like a hamster on a hamster wheel and you're not going to go anywhere. That's for sure. Okay. It may be hard to see your weight on the scale go up, um, or clothes fitting differently, but just like anyone else, it's a phase. Absolutely. Like bulking is a season. Cutting is a season. Leaning out. I don't like the word cutting. <laughs> These are all seasons and realize that like with like competing and those fitness competitors that you see, they're going through seasons, seasons of growth, seasons of cutting and revealing the growth that they made. Seasons is a cycle because if you're only stuck in one season, you're not progressing. Do you think a, is that a vegetarian and nut diet in the future? I'm confused by that question. Okay. Yeah. An actual bulk helps out. What do you mean by that? Okay. But I'm going to recap this. Um, when not to track. I think you have to just look internally and ask yourself, am I going to regret not tracking or will I regret being not present? Because I'll be honest with you guys, when you are on my fitness pal and you have your phone out, you're not fully present. And this is kind of hard and something that I struggle with mentally post-show. But if I'm on a date night, if I'm having a meal made by my parents when I like visit home in Ohio. Um, if it's a holiday, am I really going to want to look back and think, God, like I just couldn't get off my phone and you're being rude to the other person too. If it's like a special event, like if you're celebrating your anniversary and you're so worried about like being off by five grams of carbohydrates, like really? You really need to ask yourself if you're getting too obsessed with your goals and too obsessed with like fat loss because it's just not worth it. It's not worth it being that obsessed. When you're that obsessed, it's setting yourself up for a very poor relationship. Give yourself permission to enjoy food. Give yourself permission to not track sometimes. Give yourself permission to be human. My face is really bright on the screen. There we go. Give yourself permission because that's one thing I wish I could have gone back on my life and done for that Nicole that was on her universal vacation is I needed someone to give me permission. And the only person that can do that is yourself. And the thing is, is I was doing everything wrong. I would have probably benefited so much more by consuming more food and indulging a little bit and not training so hard and taking a couple rest days, I probably would have came back looking better versus looking burnt out and exhausted. So I wish I could go back to her and hit the stop button on the treadmill and tell her to get the ice cream cone and to tell her to get the churro because I love churros. <laughs> I wish I could go back and tell her that, but I can't. And I don't want you guys to 
look at this event or whatever it is you're attending and have that same conversation to yourself. Realize your goals, like stop setting timelines to your goals. I look at fitness and I look at like my, my career of like competing and all that so long. I don't look at it like I better turn pro before 25. I better step on stage before next spring. I don't, I better lose 20 pounds in two months. Like stop setting a timeline to your goals. Look at your life for the long run. Look at your fitness goals for the long run. Okay. And I think that will really help you out mentally. It's just realizing that there really is no end date for your goals and there's really no start date for your goals either. It's just ever going, ever going, but it's just different seasons. So your goals might shift, you know, your, your priorities might shift a little and that's okay. It's okay to have a, a, a reevaluation of what your goal should be for you. That's fine. But stop setting a timeline and putting all this pressure on yourself when it's really not needed. So, um, I hope you all enjoyed this live again. If you missed it, this episode will be posted on beyond the bikini radio. If you guys have any last minute questions, feel free to ask them here. I'm going to take another sippy or two of my coffee because it tastes really good. Side note, I put almond milk in my coffee and stevia and the Jordan skinny girl syrup. I like the cookie dough flavor. Keith said, that's true. I haven't even been on stage yet. Can't wait to be on it, but I'm not rushing it. Yeah. And it's only getting so competitive right now, Keith, like everybody's getting, you know, that that's the thing with social media and just like time in general is everything gets more advanced. Athletes get bigger. Athletes get stronger. Um, we get smarter and it's just getting so competitive now. Like bikini, the bikini division for me looked so different when I first started back in 2015 that those girls that turned pro in 2015, if if they didn't evolve and change their physiques, they wouldn't be competitive now whatsoever. They would be irrelevant. So um, you got to evolve. You got to change. Um, Casey, this live will be posted for the next 24 hours and the episode will be posted on my podcast. And Jess, I'm excited that you applied for one-on-one coaching. That's awesome. But all right, guys, I hope you enjoyed today's live. I'm going to log on off. Thank you again for joining. Again, if you need more information in regards to my coaching, check out the link in my Instagram bio. I hope you all learn how to break up with my fitness pal temporarily. I'm giving you permission to enjoy some ice cream.